0: But I always looked at the light. I mean, that's the thing that I have to say to you. And I think that's the power of resilience that I want to, to you know, just to really proclaim from the hilltops to all the listeners that your secret sauce is in your power of resiliency. And that is, as Les Brown says, you know, when life knocks you down on your back, just make sure you, you know, you land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. It's really key. And I think that that was the case for me, is that I always felt like there was going to be hope
1: in no matter what. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident, feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories, and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host Amber Hurdle, and I'm here yet again. Super pumped to introduce you to my guest, who actually is my neighbor, as I found out, and uh, she lives probably about an hour from me in the beautiful, I guess she would be considered Central Florida, and I'm considered Southwest Florida. I'm right at the cusp, but we're right here, kind of together. So I'm I'm delighted. I get to have a new friend, and um, we have a little chat before this recording. And man, we're just very aligned on a lot of things. So I'm I'm super pumped to continue our conversation with you as a fly on the wall. So whether you're watching on YouTube, or you're listening in your favorite listening app, make sure that you like subscribe, do all those things and share her brilliance with whomever you think needs to hear her powerful message. So let me let me tell you about our guest today. So Kate McKay, is an international best-selling author of the book Claim Your Inner Badass and a multi-million dollar business builder deeply committed to inspire others to achieve a life of greatness or greater confidence, vitality, and a deeper sense of meaning. Kate has been interviewed on Bloomberg, Fox Business News, NASDAQ, and PBS. She has written for Entrepreneur Family Circle and USA Today. Kate has just released her newest book, Claim Your Inner Hottie, which describes her fitness and health process to be a fit and fabulous no matter our age in addition kate is also the author of the book claim your inner warrior a personal development book especially geared towards men written in honor of her son will who passed away in 2017. kate you have so much to offer today welcome to the Bonshell business podcast absolutely thrilled to be here amber thank you so much for having me and hello everyone <laughs> so you have so much that I think is going to unpack a lot of interesting thinking and reflection among our audience. So before we really dive into where we are today, I would like to go all the way back to maybe like, you know, in your early years of your career, can you just take us through that part before a lot of things shifted in your life because of tragic events. Let's just go all the way back to the beginning of the story.
0: Yeah, so it began when I was born. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, legit. I, you know, it's just insane. But I have, I was brought into the world like you call it bombshell. That was basically my life. But I always looked at the light. I mean, that's the thing that I have to say to you. And I think that's the power of resilience that I want to, to you know, just to really proclaim from the hilltops to all the listeners that, your secret sauce is in your power of resiliency and that is as les brown says you know when life knocks you down on your back just make sure you you know you land on your back because if you can look up you can get up it's really key and i think that that was the case for me is that i always felt like there was going to be hope in no matter what Uh, interestingly enough I'm, i'm one of nine kids i was you know family of 11 as crazy as that is And I was born just like a family of like deadheads. And like, I just never liked the Grateful Dead. (laughs) So, and I was just like, man, they're so serious. they're so depressing. And so, but I was always like, no, can we listen to something more upbeat? So it came even into my own birth family with a different light. And, you know, and so it just, I had to lean into that. I didn't belong. And I don't know if any of you listeners out there feel that way, but did you not feel like you fit in? I didn't. And and so for a long time, it took some stumbling through to figure out where I fit in. And you know what's crazy? I still don't
1: fit in. Amber? I don't either. <laughs> Maybe that's and why we moved the... to Florida because everybody's not from here. <laughs> uh, exactly. We all just don't fit in together. <laughs> there is something like that. We all
0: got into the pool here. But I think that that's such an important piece of the the power of resiliency is understanding that you're not supposed to be here to fit into any mold and the most important thing we can do is to understand and love our own light and then be able to bring that to the world in really powerful ways and I think just as a a pivotal point for me and really understanding my power was I got shipped off to private high school when I was a junior because like everyone else in my family, they were all like drugs and alcohol. It was like seven out of the nine had abuse issues. And I was like, well, I don't really like that, but I like boys. So I got shipped off to an all-girls high school and um, it changed my life. Uh, Why? Because it was a, a school, a place full of very talented women. Women that were, you know, we would go see them at Symphony Hall or, you know, see them at the Boston Ballet. Or, you know, it was just like, Oh my gosh, humbling! And I always thought I was all that in a bag of chips. And so, so to be in that experience where I didn't feel like I belonged, but I it kicked my butt, and I found theater. I found theater, and what I I learned through theater as the classic ADHD person is that the gift of theater is actually the gift of presence, and that was something that I always had. Like I was always fascinated with people's stories, Amber, and so. I think that how did i know that like all you to do is pay attention you get an a and i was like well i kind of do that anyway and so that was the i would say that's the gift that keeps on giving has been the key to my success and all things is being able to be present for people is the highest honor that you can provide that's so true other people and as well as yourself to be present in who you are and who you came here to be you
1: know that's it's interesting how we have a very similar perception but We just say it differently. And you're saying I like to be present. And I I think that the one thing that I want to do every day with everyone, whether I'm checking out at the grocery store or, you know, being here with you is I want to see people. I want to see who they are and I want to see who they can become. And that's not saying I'm going to hitch my wagon and will you to be something that you're not ready to be yet. But I know that I can see something in people. And if they will commit to their becoming, I know I can help them get there, which is why I do what I do. But you have to see people first.
0: Right. And I think also too, you have to see people, but you also have to let people be. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. See and accept right now. Right. A hundred percent. And I think that's the challenge is that understanding that part of being a change maker and being a powerful woman of conviction and passion is that you're gonna come across a wasteland of people who want no, they don't want the light. They mm. don't want to grow. Maybe they want a little dabble or a little, you or know, or they want your light. I'm just going to yeah, yeah some they want to haul ass you on your light. Hang yeah. out
1: with me. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to commit to change. No. Oh. I don't want to grow, but I like your light. So you come over and shine it on me and I'm going to suck the energy out of you. Like, no, thank Absol- you. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And it's that it's
0: that huge, and I call it a spiritual process. But yeah, it, discernment is a huge thing, mm-hmm. a huge part. And I particularly learning that through the loss and grief is that that it, it's a spiritual practice, but it's such an ennobling process to we be able to been. understand what's okay by you and what isn't, and and you learn those things through I, I think through the your biggest hardship. Yeah, um, for sure. I
1: sure I sure did. Yeah so let's let's go there you've you've dealt with some pretty uh challenging doesn't seem to be a strong enough word but you've been through you've you've been through some things and i and i know you know i always say from stage when i tell some of my stories it's like these are just my stories there's people in this audience right now who've had a way worse than me who had a taller hill to climb who their valley lasted longer you know there's and and you have a pretty a pretty tough story so if you can share that with us and and what what did that do in terms of shifting how you showed up in the world yeah it's
0: powerful well my son William was he was, he was my oldest boy and he came into the world he was just a little bit different he was very light filled. he had aura and I was like when I first saw him and he looked me right in the eye I was like oh who is this human yeah. he looked right through me and it was actually like almost unnerving if I didn't trust the love that we share as moms, right? More but weird. I was like, he is looking into me and I'm not going to look away. I'm going to look right back at this child. And he was like that through the whole ride. He was exquisite. He was an incredible athlete. He was one gritty human. And, and he was always, he was a seeker, you know, he was a seeker. He came through me. And I always tell that to my children, any of you moms out there, is that when birth a child they can tap into our energy anytime they they chose us yes and I just think it's so interesting I tell my daughter that all the time like babe you came through me so anytime you want to tap into any of this energy you're more than welcome but I I think that the biggest lesson for me was the power of surrender and realizing I couldn't do things on my own because I think that's what happens when we're game changers and a little bit different is that we think, oh, we have to do it on our own because we're ashamed of asking for help because people think we're crazy. If they saw how many things we did in a day. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one time I wrote down my sister was helping me and I was like, she was helping me divide like which thing goes into what company project and I just burst out crying. She's like, Katie, why are you crying? I'm like, I can't believe you know what's going on in my mind. You know, because like, we have shame around being uh, productive or being uh, driven or having big longing to do more. And so that was a real aha for me. And that's what I learned to grief. my son in 2017. As his friends describe it, and as I wrote in his obituary, he ascended on his own accord. He chose to, you know, he committed suicide. But his friends knew him as the spiritual being as he was. And I think that's what rocked everyone around us, is that if Will was the happiest person any of us knew, where the hell did that leave us? Yeah, uh, Will was in a Buddhist monastery. He was uh, on a spiritual journey. And I would say to any of you out there, if you know anyone that seems really uber spiritual and a little bit separate, they're probably spiritually bypassed. And that's what my son did. He was meditating eight to 10 hours a day. He was going to become a monk. I thought, oh my gosh, I have a priest as a child I was brought up Catholic. And so for me, I, I, I never had any suicide ideation. The truth is, it's 85% of people have in this world. That's a true statistic. So for me, I had no idea yeah. that that's what was going on. So it rocked my world for sure, for sure. And, and I wouldn't wish this experience. So when people say, I can't imagine, I say, please don't. Yeah. Um, please don't. I think well, maybe- our own mortality as moms are more tragic, it would be less
1: tragic than losing a child for sure. Oh, so much so. And I, I I mean I just can't even imagine the moment and anything beyond that. There's there's no way that I could even try to understand. And and I just I want to add as well that deeply spiritual people tend to be more lonely because we live on a different plane. And yep. and we look at the world differently and i mean i'm sure you as a deeply spiritual person yourself it's like you are and i'm not even talking about religion so like i know there's different religions that say like we're set aside we're special or whatever and it's like we're all god's children so but if you're you're, if you're deeply tapped into that and then nobody else understands how you're looking at the world or why you make the kind of decisions that you make because they've drank the the kool-aid and they're living you know this vanilla life that society right. has served up to us on a silver platter in an educational system that's keeping us in in that mindset and I mean there's just so many things going on that just help us to be mediocre and like when you right. tap or into encourage your- us, or you know it's almost a mediocre oppression you sure. know
0: but I think also too when we come into this world you know we all have our karmic things you know so I think I didn't want to accept the bright light as being a healer for generational things But it turned out to be that I mean now i'm number six of nine children when I was 23 My brother was murdered and my brother was 22. So that was trauma for me because we were so close in age and You know my mother was 54 when my son committed suicide. He was 22. How old was my mom? Yeah, she was 54 So she never dealt with the loss of her own child. She drank and was just retreated. And I realized, wow, this was mine to heal. And when we have a mission statement, my mission statement was to live powerfully with courage and enthusiasm. And when Will died, I was like, God, you have a sense of humor. (laughs) And you better believe it, I will say, if I was gonna figure out how to live through grief powerfully and enthusiasm, yeah, I figured it out, and I continue to figure it out because when you hear the word enthusiasm, it means to live—you know—in the divine, in the in the spirit. And for me, I'm like, yeah, I honor that. I honor that I'm here to live enthusiastically, even though maybe that's one of those things, Amber. You know it—that that light is so big and so bright that we've learned in, in the past in the past to diminish it. But I don't yeah. diminish it more.
1: Yeah. Now I'm like, hey, if you can't get a good pair of sunglasses, you just need to move on down the road because (laughs) biz biz niche is gonna keep on shining. So true story and love that. (laughs) So you so you've you've come a long way. You have built businesses, you have made money, you have stood in your own power like a mighty oak, and you have accepted that discernment and resiliency are two very important pieces of continuing on your journey without being held back or tripped up. But not that we don't get tripped, we just get back up. We're but rest. now your your most recent book, and and I don't know if we have time to talk about all of them, but your most recent book really interests me. And and show we were talking about like this is our body. It's the one you get my my mentor Peggy Keel who I've talked about on the show and talked about in my book Business Businesswoman she taught me very young I was about 21 years old and she said I just want everyone to think about getting their first car at 16 years old and then also being told you never get to trade it in you have to maintain this car this is your one car for the rest of your life wouldn't you always make sure that your oil is changed? Would you not make sure that you always kept it clean? Would you not wash it and wax it and do all the things that you could to sustain the longevity of this one vehicle that you get? Well, guess what? This body is the one vehicle we get. And so it doesn't matter what we want out there. It doesn't matter if we want wealth, if we want the right man or woman, or whatever that is. If we're going to go get that, we're going to do it in this body.
0: Right better. So I'm
1: going to just pitch it to you. And why did you write this book? What inspired you? Why are you a bikini competition person? I know, what? isn't it crazy? <laughs> so Clay Meritor Hottie is my
0: most recent book. And the reason why I wrote that is because no matter where I would go, or no matter where I go, people are like, well, you know, what do you do for workout? And how do you get those arms? And how do you look like you do at 59? And what do you do? You compete in bikini? What? with those stripper heels and all that. And I was taking that, that that was some form of ego reflection, but really truly what it is is my journey through my body is I fully believe a sacred and holy process. Great. So I don't have, even though you would think that I would have big attachment to my look, I really don't. Um, it's more like, how do I honor the gift? So if we look at the body in two different ways, know we have all know we have the ego the ego is how you know how we want people to perceive it's our fear our ego Mm -hmm. is fear Mm -hmm. but the holy part of us this part of us that really is the divine light is pure light so i pictured my body as light as a sacred vessel and this maybe has been a process and i've almost i swear confused when i hear so much self-hatred and and projections that we put on the body and understanding, man, that's fear, boy, that's fear. And all our our blemishes and our shapes and our sizes and our age and our race and our religion, all the varieties of the uniqueness that we come through this world in. You know, we made it 400 billion sperm and we landed. We're yeah. here. <laughs> come on. miraculous. Just, Just your life. that, it's like, oh my goodness. And life is fleeting, it's fleeting. And we all know that, we've all experienced some form of loss. And certainly I'm not alone, but there's just one one thing that I want you to know, any of you listeners out there, and this is such an important piece, when you lose someone through a death and think about someone in your life that really made a significant impact on you and they're no longer here, they're no walking the, the planet and they're people that were someone that was really impactful to you. And can you just think about, even write it down, a couple qualities that they, they had that you really honored? that they made you feel a certain way or they they exemplified a quality that you're like, they really, you know, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, for sure. Feel that and then this is the deal. They don't need that, those qualities anymore in the other realm, wherever they are, whatever your belief is. They don't need those qualities anymore. This is the gift. You get to pick those gifts up and wear them like a shroud, an honor because that's what they're waiting for you for. My son was so kind and so peaceful and so loving. And I wasn't always so kind and so peaceful and so loving, but I've decided to wear his holy gifts, which is kindness and, and, and love and, and calm. And I yeah. choose to wear that every day and honoring him. So that's what would be my request to you listening is to honor the, the people that inspire you and live those traits because maybe the world needs more of that goodness. And thank Definitely. you for going through that exercise with me and understanding that you're sharing your gift in that person with the whole world. And that's the best way, I believe, to
1: honor someone that we love. Yeah, for sure. And, and that you are doing that, and, but giving very tangible ways for people to operate in that space absolutely yeah
0: I mean yeah. that's the thing right is that I can inspire you and I can motivate you and I can tell you a good story but if I don't give you actionable tools <laughs> I'm the good so I'm an yeah I'm an action-based coach so if you read anything that I write I'm like this is a story this is an example this is the science and here are three tips you can use to apply because if you're not taking action and I'm not juicing you up and getting you to move forward and to embrace it I'm failing epically so, you know, I'm looking to help you transform. So, if there is any way that I can support you on embracing your highest and hottest self, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And I see you and I understand that the challenges of self sabotage and self loathing and self doubt, I couldn't speak it if I hadn't lived it. Yeah. And so, you are not alone in that.
1: And we do it, women, especially. And I, especially now, oh my gosh, just with social media and filters and. I mean, and just like Instagram models and all the fakeness, like none of that is real. None of that is real. It's (laughs) not real. And and so it's it's epically hard when we think that this vehicle of of ours that is intended to allow us to do the things we're meant to do in this world is then being objectified, which is why we why I took away that from the word bombshell. And I redefined it to be bold, brave and waveringly confident. And I know I got to a place in my life where I decided I would no longer be at war with my body. I'm no longer going to be at war with my own mm-hmm. self, with my own person. Amen. Like sometimes I'm, a, I'm 10 pounds heavier because I'm stressed out and my body is hormonally reacting and protecting myself. It's doing what it is meant to do. So now my option is I can That's, reduce my stress. I can become more aware. These are the things that I can do to work with the body that is fearfully and wonderfully made it's made in god's image it is a miraculous thing i wouldn't kick my car if i forgot to change the oil and blame my car for that i would have right. to say "Ooh, i need to get better about routinely right. taking care of my car it's what i decided to do with myself right so what are your strategies like if you can offer our bombshell who's listening right now who looks in the mirror instead of being like, you know what? I love that birthmark on my face. (laughs) Looks at herself and says, I can't believe I'm stuck with that birthmark. Or I wish I was 15 pounds lighter. Or I don't like how my arms do this. And every time she sees herself, she picks herself apart instead of looking at herself and being like, oh, that's pretty good. What do you say to her?
0: Well, isn't it true? Like so much of what you said is our cultural norm of how we actually talk about our bodies with other women. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. what I heard. You, you know, when we're talking to ourselves in the mirror, is how we talk because we'll say a negative, like "look at my arms," and your friend would say, "Oh, they're not that bad. You have awesome arms, right?" So we lie to ourselves and we lie to each other, and in that way, it's a betrayal. So I believe that it's a betrayal to hate yourself yeah, because, yeah. in truth, you know you're loved deep down. You know you are loved, and what gets in the way of us loving ourselves. Because we long to be loved <laughs> yeah. and we long to be loved, right? I mean, don't you yeah. feel that? Yeah. It's like, we loving. Am lovable. I'm lovable. and here to be loved. It's not about putting out and putting out. We as women are divine. We are supposed to be receivers. So how are you receiving the love, not only from other people, but from yourself? Yeah. It's true that this is the holy vessel. So we use that expression. You, know, you wouldn't talk to your best friend like that. What I will do oftentimes, and I use the high performance journal, uh, is to think about ways that you could a mantra, and and it's like give yourself one line in the morning. That's, but you use your your name. You talk to yourself in the third person. Kate, today is going to be amazing. Kate, you are going to kill it today. Instead of saying I am, because a lot of people have problems saying the I am, like Lather. in the mirror or whatever. Just like Kate. Because what happens if you say your name and you cheer yourself on? It's kind of funny. Like, I'll be like, if I'm like crabby and I see myself with a mirror, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like, find some sense of humor. For sure. Because life is heavy. Bring the joy. Sometimes you've got to shift the joy. And I focus, particularly now because I'm creating a confidence course, but one of the main things you can do, and we hear this all the time, tiny habits, micro habits, all these things, Think about one thing you can do, and this is you can do one to three, but let's just say one. That when you get up in the morning and you put your feet on the floor, you say, "Today is going to be a great day." Today is going to be a great day. So create a physical pattern that when you put your feet on the floor, you're going to say out loud, "Today is going to be a great day." You can choose whatever line you want. Like for me, I need to drink more water when I'm competing. I drink, I drink a gallon, two gallons, two gallons a day. But off-season, I'm like, I don't really like water. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be like, all right, when my coffee's heating, I'm going to drink 12 ounces of water. Because every single day in my journal, like, today would be better if I drank more water. So yeah. it's not going to happen. Your shifts and changes aren't going to happen unless you link it into another behavior. In a, yeah, so, be- yeah, habit so, be-
1: stacking.
0: Yeah, right, true story. So behavior modification happens with attacking the core belief, but the core belief sometimes won't shift until we, a- we adapt the habit. So here's the formula, inside, here you are, center of you is a a false core belief. I am fat, I'm not worthy, I'm not loved. And those core beliefs affect your behavior and your actions. So we can either go at it and say, all right, we're gonna take out that core belief, rip it out and say, no, I'm worthy. Well, that's kind of hard to do. It's possible, but let's look at the daily habits. Let's look at ways we can hack away into our habits so we can shift our biochemistry because we're talking neurochemistry here. Okay. My biggest recommendation would be to make those adapt- adaptions in the earlier part of the day when your dopamine is highest. So we're talking neuroscience. Your 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 motivation is really, dopamine is just get you going. You have that highest in the morning. So if you're learning new habits or wanting to learn new information, make sure that happens in the morning. Three things to do in the morning, 10 minutes of sunshine, just get it done. Number two, move. Number three, drink some water. And I'm gonna add the bonus, which I think is essential is prayer and meditation. You sure. have to reflect on who you are and who you came here to be in
1: order to set intentions to live a powerful life, it's so key. And I think that, Kate, is is such a missing piece of most people's formula. People wake up and they say, what do I have to do today? Right. I wake up and I say, who do I want to be today? And there's just a difference in that because who I want to be will then determine the to-dos. And if you're doing the to-dos, then what is that attached to? Is that attached to somebody else's expectations of you? Is that attached to something that is relevant to, like, your ultimate becoming? You said it. Life is short. It is short. And you've experienced that and I've experienced that. You know, it, my, we lost my ex-husband's daughter. And she was 11 years old, and you, it's like if you don't understand how fragile life is, I I just hope that nobody ever gets the hard lesson to to be hit in the face like that. And <laughs> and so when you wake up, it's like today could be it. I mean, don't be morbid. I'm not su- I'm not suggesting yeah. you that you live in fear, but today could be it. So what are you gonna right. do with this day? What are you just well,
0: Putting a sense of urgency in it, Amber. Right, because this. This is the truth. All you listeners, just hear me out on this one thing, that right now, post-COVID, post this financial whatever's yeah. going to be going down, people, something's going down. When we're in this big shift, it doesn't, it's not convenient for you to step into your greatness and to step into the boldness and braveness and the, you know, that the high level of competency came here to be. It's a responsibility. It it's is. actually your sacred responsibility to step in your power. It's you not going to be convenient and you're going to be uncomfortable For sure. and you're not going to want to do it. And I'm going to say you get over it. You were called to do great things. You, beautiful, you have been called here to do great things. Not at 20%, not at 40%, not at 60%, not at 75%. I would say the most important thing for for me, certainly, and Amber, maybe for you, is to know that at the end of your life, you know, you've sucked it all the goodness and all the lessons out of it. And when you rest your head, you're gonna be like, I did it. I don't want to repeat any lessons in the next rounds nor do I want to leave it for future generations. Let's do the work together. It's community yeah. right now. We've got to hold each other accountable. Speak love into your sister friends. Yeah. Speak love into your sister friends. Yeah. and it, it it's a different conversation it's a different vibe but that's that's for me that's the way we, we get rid of the glass ceiling. Glass ceiling isn't really necessarily created by men a lot of women are creating that glass ceiling for each other so we need to oh, bust through together so true. I know sorry I hate to say it but it's oh, just oh I my say it all belief. the time
1: from stage yeah say, it's my it. belief
0: yeah it's like yeah it's my belief and that just means that we have to ship the, ship the paradigm I mean I wrote claim your inner warrior but for will especially for men But we need men to be warriors. We need women to back it up and let men be warriors. And this isn't anti-feminism at all because I'm totally a powerful alpha chick. It's about understanding that we men need men to be strong. We need men to be warriors so that we can be the fully freaking goddesses that we came here to be. And don't forget you're divine. We're built for divinity. (laughs) We are receivers. That means it's a holy,
1: sacred gift. Let's own it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I have nothing more to add to everything that you just said. It is the, it is a remarkable dynamic and if you can tap into your piece of that, it's it's insane. <laughs> we are I feel like I need to have five more episodes, but we are at time and so I'm I'm going to before I get into like where people can find you and we could talk about where they can get your book and all that kind of stuff. I always like to ask the final question, which is what parting piece of advice that one piece that you're like if you only hear one thing today and it could be something you've already said whatever what parting piece of advice would you offer a bombshell a bold brave unwaveringly confident woman in business you are worthy Mm -hmm.
0: you are worthy one more time babes you are worthy and if you repeat that yourself as the I with your hand on your heart hand on new belly breathe that one in ah goosebumps goosebumps yeah i just got goosies
1: on my Need to go. all, all down my legs because <laughs> it's the truth we're made in god's image like what more do you want like <laughs> like you are divine and and you and you have purpose so with that i'm sure bombshell you you want to know where to get some more of this good stuff so you can go to kate dash mckay.com i'm sure you can get all kinds of stuff there you're on facebook and twitter and instagram and we'll have all of that in the show notes but you know what i'm going to say next we are business women business is done on linkedin go connect with my girl kate on linkedin she is kate mckay coach all one word so it's linkedin forward slash in forward slash kate mckay coach and tell us where we can get all of your books and especially your most recent book. Yeah, everything is available on Amazon. I will be providing a link
0: as well in the show notes so you guys can get a free copy of Claim Your you know, Badass, my yeah. bestseller. And yeah, and so yeah, today's your day to claim it. Namber, I just want to say thank you. Right away when we came on, I was like, ah, here's my sister friend. <laughs> so I'm grateful to you, and I'm grateful for the community that you've created, and I'm honored, deeply, deeply
1: honored to play with you and be a part. Absolutely. Well, from one bombshell to another, I the, the the light in me bows to the light in you, and I'm sure we have a date here in the future somewhere between St. Pete and Venice, Florida, so mm. we'll work on that, but I really appreciate you sharing your your love your light and and your story with our bombshell community thank you very very much i'm grateful <laughs> okay bombshell you know your marching orders do something with what you heard today you if you felt empowered if you got a little tidbit of information apply that to your life and and let's go let's go out here and do it let's get the things done let's let's do the things that we we're put on this planet to do and do it with a sense of competence grounded like a mighty oak as you know i love to say and if this this episode meant anything to you, or if you feel like there's somebody in your life who needs to listen to it or watch it, share the YouTube link or the link to whatever your fa- favorite podcasting app is. And that's that's the way that we support each other. We're not the kind of women who, you know, kibitz and get in a Facebook group. We're the kind of women who know who our other bombshells are in our life, and we feed them. This is how we do it. And that's what this community is all about. So thank you for listening. You know how much you mean to me. Thank you for sticking with me for so many years. And I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the bombshell business podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshell businesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.